Ginger Rod, Ginger, Ginger Rod, Ginger. Ginger has red hair, so does Alex. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. And I'm Alex Tate. This week's episode is brought to you by the Incel Kama Sutra. That's right, the ancient Indian text has been adapted for modern times and features over 60 different self-pleasuring positions for the pale sad boy. Each illustration takes place in a dimly lit bedroom where the walls are adorned with video game posters and precariously mounted katanas. Alex, I got this book and I tried a few and I gotta say my favorite was the ocular reach around, which involves jacking off facing away from a mirror while holding a hand mirror and checking out your own ass. What was one of your favorites? Um, I, it, it was called the, um, it's, it's a controversial one. It's called mm. I hate women. And, um, you just look at pictures of women, but you must hate them. And that gets you aroused. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, with the rise of the Omicron variant, the time to leave your house and uh, meet women is not now, but, uh, or, you know, really it's never for the incel, but COVID is a great excuse. So head over to godbecreative.com to pick a signed copy up of the incel Kama Sutra. Zilk implying there that I wrote that book. I just, yeah, but I just thought of a better one. Can we just, please? yeah, yeah. but act like, act like you're in it and then. And then you go. Oh, Alex. Um, I, one of my favorites was the Donkey Kong where I slapped my own ass like the bongo controller from the GameCube game. Uh, <laughs> what was one of your favorites? Um, my, uh, my favorite position was uh, nice guys finish last. It's, <laughs> um, it's where you go to your bedroom door and you just hold it open and then expect someone to suck your dick. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that uh, spent many a night. Just staring out into my living room from my bedroom, wondering, why won't anyone just waltz into my apartment? Then suck my dick. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I'm because nice, I'm not I'm, an asshole. I'm if generally asshole, nice to people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure work better for me. How are you, bud? I am good. How are you? Yeah. Uh, I, I'll tell you this. Legitimately, right now I'm in uh, a really soft, one would almost call it a PJ shirt, and um, my basketball shorts that I sleep in because I had to take a shower. Because I uh, was walking in to my house with the um, Korean food that I had just gotten and took a full tumble, (laughs) a full slip, fall, bam. I was holding tea. I got tea as well. And I spilled the tea all over myself. (laughs) <laughs> like a fucking like when's the last time you took a slam like that like it's, like my yeah. ass hurts i i think my ass will be bruised i fucking slam <laughs> it's been a while yeah uh, was your food okay did you get to eat at least the food was okay the tea was wasted the food was in like the little to-go container so it didn't it was like soaked in tea and you know i had to like wipe it up and stuff like that but the food itself was okay but the tea was wasted and then my pants and shirt were covered in (laughs) oh man that sucks uh yeah no it's those are my least favorite fail videos i mean you know you and i are both uh fail army fans i don't like watching people like go down on an icy step you know it hurts it hurts so much you know it's like instant embarrassment right but no one was around to see it but i'm sure i live in an apartment complex there's enough people roaming around that there's no way i think no one saw it you know and and i didn't know how to act my immediate response was to just like scramble to pick everything up but then i was like do or should i like acknowledge that i it hurt yeah that just hurt fucking bad actually (laughs) that's part of growing up is you don't get up immediately and run the pain off you just settle you take stock of your surroundings everything's okay oh yeah i I definitely had to go through like a full body check and make sure i didn't like break anything which is obscene to say considering i only (laughs) fell you know three feet or whatever to the ground but i was like it, I slammed so hard. My head hit the concrete and everything. I was like, oh my I, God. did I break something? No, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. It's lightning fast how the body, like there's just like a day when you turn like 25 that you can, one day you can fall and be okay. And the next day you might break something. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. The The biggest fallout from this will be tomorrow. I will wake yeah. up tomorrow and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yep. 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 Like my Absolutely. hip is going to be so fucking, it, it already is. It hurts bad. Well, definitely take some ibuprofen. Ah, that's yeah. what I forgot to buy at the store last night. I was like there and I didn't bring my list with me because I forgot to. And I was like, 
I got paper towels. I got some tissues and I was like, what the hell else do I need? It was ibuprofen. You don't get like an industrial size container of ibuprofen. Well, I did, and then I used it all when I was sick, and so right now all oh, I have yeah. is Tylenol. So when I, <laughs> whenever something hurts, I've just been taking Tylenol. So also my temperature is regulated. <laughs> oh like, yeah, that's not the yeah. same thing at all. I have no. like a ten-gallon drum of ibuprofen that I've just been working my way through for the past like three years. Yeah, no, I have like I, I buy them like a hundred at a time or whatever. I, it was oh, I'll no. honestly say the first time I've ever gone through an entire bottle of ibuprofen was in the last year. I usually have to throw it away because it expires. You know, it only expires. It just means that it's less potent, right? It's not going to kill you or anything. It just means that instead of taking three, you take four. That's all it means. It means the coating around it breaks down and there's arsenic inside of the coating. Right. If you take it, you will be poisoned. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. The PSA from Jacob. Yeah. Do not take expired ibuprofen if you don't (laughs) want to die. (laughs) Uh, How's the personal journey? Job search? uh, Life? What's going on? Um. Good, you know, there hasn't been any movement. I've spent a lot of time in the old Crystal Palace of the mind. Um, Crystal, huh? That's nice, though. The old Ruby Mind Palace. The old up, the old upstairs room. That's nice that you're they're they're adorned with jewels, though. That's a good way of looking at it. I picture my brain, and and I'm not this person at all, but I picture it like fucking Liberace's palace in there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Like, like too gaudy, you know, mm. like you walk mm-hmm. in it and you're like, clearly this person has money, but like poor taste. Right. <laughs> yes. You know? There's like I got a, you. have you seen, have you ever seen that advertisement for that? Like hippopotamus couch. That's it's like a couch that looks like a hippopotamus, but with like a, a couch carved into it. And it's like $18,000. And you're like, Who the I haven't fuck would pay for that. Is that like on your suggested Instagram ads? Did you, you didn't ever go. No, you didn't ever go <laughs> to that website. Um, this is why I'm broke. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw it on there, which is just a random website full of shit that nobody needs at all. Right. It's called, yeah, the Internet's Mall. (laughs) Let's see what's on the front. Um, Nintendo 64 console bundle. A weenie washer soap bar uh, that is the shape of, like, a mouth. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A DIY vasectomy kit for $8. (laughs) Is it just a knife? Um, No, it's, like, in a box and everything. Who has money for luxury services like high price in-hospital vasectomies? <laughs> Keep it thrifty by performing this quick outpatient procedure in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Yeah. Inside, you'll find everything you'll need to get snipping. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. I'm so, I'm so glad I, we found that. But on that website was like a hippopotamus couch one time. And it was like 18th. And you clicked on it and it was from like fucking Dior. Dior collaborated with an artist uh, to make a hippopotamus couch for eighteen thousand dollars and it was the ugliest thing i've ever seen in my life that's dude, what i tic-tac my... gun on here there's a taco holder butt plug so it's just it's, it's like one ends a butt plug and the other end it can hold a taco shell <laughs> i mean that be, might be nice if you're into like sex slave but like uh you know that's like a kink like being used as like furniture you know okay so there's one called the, it's a nine dollar cheese printer and you should stick a slice of cheese in it and then send a photo to your smartphone and it prints the photo onto a slice of cheese. <laughs> oh, my God. Only works with that like plastic ass cheese that contains no real cheese. I haven't visited this since high school and I need to not visit it because I'm going to buy something so stupid. <laughs> oh, I mean, the name is accurate. I will say um, my father is the worst person to buy gifts for. Okay, He's impossible. He's a 67-year-old white man uh, who's retired. He owns everything he could ever want in his entire fucking life. Get him this $600,000 iPhone umbilical cord charging cable that looks like an umbilical cord. Did you just say $600,000? Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. That's absurd. Okay, I got to get through this story. I bought one thing off of This Is Why I'm Broke. Oh, you did. Okay. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's not cool. That's the whole, it was $6. Dude, there's a poop knife. I'm sorry. <laughs> From it's always sunny. Uh, I don't know. Is it like a toe knife is what you're thinking? Oh yeah. Where he digs oh, yeah. out of the, yeah, no, this is a poop knife. Um, this metal reinforced and silicone wrapped heaven scent will officially chop the pesky sewer, sewer snakes that need a little extra help on their way down. Good All God. right. Sorry. What did you buy for me for, for your dad? It's not cool. This story has been built up for no reason now. It looks like a key 
but you flip it out and it's a tiny blade. It's used to oh. for like cut opening pack. I bought him that for him like six years ago. Never have I ever given him a gift that he still talks to me about. Yeah, that sucks. Like he like calls me and he's like, "Hey, I still I'm still using that key knife, man. That's the best thing you ever got me." And I'm like, "Okay, that's Sweet. the one thing." Huh? Yeah, I'm like, "Okay, cool." It just it's just time for like another one, I guess. Just a newer version. Yeah, I guess. I, I was like, "Well, six dollars," and I didn't know what to get you, and I panicked. So. <laughs> I uh, I feel like we have a lot to catch up on since we've had guests the last couple of weeks. Um, oh, yeah. It's been out for a month almost, but I, I am working my way slowly through the new season of Queer Eye. Yes, I uh, I did some catching up actually just today. I think you're further than I am already. <laughs> I, well, I'm bouncing around. I'm not oh, doing oh, it in gotcha. order. I'm just kind of just clicking okay. on whatever. I'll be honest with you. I saw the one that's like prom canceled COVID and I was like, no, thanks. Oh, I no, that one made me cry. Really? Oh, I was like, yeah. Eh, Just because right. the kids are like so resilient, you know, they're but like. I want, yeah, but they're children. They're going to bounce back from everything. I like the individual ones. It individualizes it. When it's like a group of people, it, it somehow yeah. dilutes the message. They focus me. on the prom committee for everything. So it's like seven kids. Um, it's not like the entire school or anything. They do obviously throw them a prom, but they focus like the makeover is for the seven kids and, and, but then um, I, then I feel like those, did those seven kids deserve it? Yeah. They, they are planning prom. <laughs> no, no, sorry. But like there's other kids in that high school doing more that yeah. could have deserved it. All right. Watch that episode and then text okay. me and be like, I'm sorry. They're really nice kids. <laughs> I'm sure they're nice people. I didn't say they were not nice people, but. Well, which ones have you watched today? The guy that um, houses the homeless population in okay, Austin. I, I have not seen that one. And then I watched the one with the um, Asian owned bakery. Okay. I also haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> Both of them. Great. But okay. there is a scene and I, and I'm not spoiling anything by saying this. It's, it's the one with, uh, the gentleman that uh, houses the homeless population. He was so sweet and so nice. Um, he did say yes, queen a lot, which made me laugh because I think JVN was like, stop saying it. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, you know, that's what I say. <laughs> JVN like was like clapping. And then towards the end of it, he just kept going. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. And JVN was like, stop. Um, <laughs> but there's a scene where they're walking through the house and Karamo is talking to him in uh like his his guest bedroom and he's like how come you don't take care of yourself and he's like oh because i used to abuse drugs and i still see myself as like a piece of shit from when i used to abuse drugs and i hate myself and stuff like a super intense conversation they're crying in the room hard cut anthony is sitting on the ground playing with a tr like a tonka truck with his eight-year-old son and it just no explanation just hard cut anthony just goes I'm what my therapist calls pathologically codependent. <laughs> no explanation at all. <laughs> and okay. then, a, then another hard cut, like back to their like crying conversation. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's Why amazing. did you tell a child that? Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> I am one of those people that every time a new season comes out, I just, it becomes my identity for a few weeks. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. I think, I think with this. the majority of America is like that. I got rid of like half of my closet and went out and bought a bunch of new clothes. And like, I, you know, I it sort of coincided with like me starting a, a like kind of like fitness journey this, uh, this month where I've been doing yoga every single day, uh, uh like as part of like a challenge. But then I also nice. started going to the gym, Sam, who was on the podcast just a couple weeks ago. And I have been doing the Saturday morning class that uh, is killing me. <laughs> Good though. But it'll yeah. only kill you for so long. And then, you know, it's like two to three weeks of like hell on earth. Like you're so fucking sore, but then, yeah. then it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. I'm already seeing like, like my upper abs are coming in a little bit. Like, I, I don't know. It's nice. It's been a good Fuck change yeah. of pace to, to like feel good. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Here's the biggest thing I have, have gained from just uh, style wise, I should say from tan and just from the gang in general. Sure. Blue jeans are out. Yeah. We got to stop wearing blue jeans. Nobody wears yeah. blue jeans. Anymore. You can do denim, but yes, you can do denim, but they cannot be blue. And well, they can be like robin's eggs blue, but you know what I'm talking when I say like robin's a, egg like blue a, or like very dark, dark blue. Yeah, but uh, yeah, almost black. But no, like dad colored jeans. Yeah, yeah. no more. They're gone. Yep. yep. 
I know we've talked about this every time a new season drops, but like it's so fascinating to see how people react to the concept of self-love. You know, there's there's literally a guy who like wrongs his ex-girlfriend and then they get dinner at the end of an episode and he's like, I treated you poorly because I never knew. I still don't know. I'm working. Oh, is that the Ranger? Is that the Army Ranger? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I don't know how to love myself. Like just this. And that's one thing the show did for me as well. It's just like the concept of like, it's okay to check in with yourself once in a while. And, and you know, like be nice to yourself, recognize how much you've done. Yeah. 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 It's a, uh, it's okay. But they addressed it on like the Austin episode or the, they're all fucking Austin episodes. The, the guy that helps the homeless population in Austin, his argument was that he sees such like ob- abject poverty and, and yeah. struggle every single day that's his job that he's like in no way do i need to be complaining about you know what's going on in my life and stuff like that but they were they were like correct but you need to you know cut your hair and take your wife out on a date and stuff like that right right you exactly <laughs> yeah don't sacrifice yourself 100% for the cause because uh yeah just it just you'll just get burned out right you won't have longevity you won't be able to serve populations that need it as well if you don't take care of your own self as well yeah yeah that's what they talked about a lot in that episode dude (laughs) that ranching army ranger guy was a lot that was like a really good episode but man at the beginning i was like no i just like the kind of people i grew up around I I liked him because he was the first one that I think truly and I mean truly had never probably ever hung out with a gay person in their whole life. Yeah, and he asked that he questions. knew of, that he knew of, but he yeah, yeah, but I think he was just like and, and my favorite thing about that whole episode was JVN's talk about like trans pronouns and stuff like that and him I think that was like literally a new concept to him and him being like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> like he was so confused. Wild. But at least he like had that conversation and he was like, Oh, a hundred percent. And, and, uh, JVN did like an important clarification. Cause he was like, wait, you people don't get mad if I ask like questions. And he was like, or they were like, yeah. no, don't just please ask the questions. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We would love to answer them instead of you, you know, people like you continuing to be ignorant, you know? Yeah. Um, wild that he lived in a storage container with a bunk bed and somehow had that attractive of a girlfriend <laughs> insanity that she was with him for any period of time. Right. Right. Exactly. Like that. He yeah. didn't walk up to the barn that he lived like in a storage container lofted in a barn. Yeah. And was like, well, I'm yeah. so glad you decided to come home with me. And she wasn't like, I'm calling an Uber. Don't ever talk to me. <laughs> How cool is the storage container that Bobby gets him though? Yeah. I mean, again, Bobby MVP, Bobby does so much shit. Yeah. Yeah. But ah, man, I, that's like the number one thing. Like, obviously it would be cool to have Tan, like buy me a closet worth of clothes. It would be great to have Karamo, like help me, you know, work on myself. But if Bobby could like redo my apartment, he always finds a way to like integrate like personal items somehow into the like design. Like he's so good at it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was, uh, uh, he's, he's, he's great. Love Bobby. I'll go work for Bobby. You should. That's a good idea. You think he like hires local crews? I don't Probably. know. Wherever he goes, or yeah. just he has a team. I don't know. Probably a mixture of both. I'm not saying Bobby can't do it by himself, but that's exactly exactly what I'm saying. In that period, well, not in of that time, amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know the work wise, but even design wise, Bobby cannot do that much design by himself. No, no, not at all. He's got, I'm sure, a trusted. Uh, it has been a little hard to watch episodes at Austin, and they are definitely at places I've been. Like, there's one episode where Karamo takes someone to easy tiger where i've i've been i've eaten there like there's there's a lot of spots they go where i'm like oh i've been there so it's a little bittersweet you know it's cool to see those locations but it's a bummer to to miss those locations yeah i felt the same way watching the missoula episode of cops yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that was wild watching it just it's like downtown and they're like that guy that uh allegedly uh like verbally assaulted like a 12 year old (laughs) yeah who was just plastered drunk yeah yeah um yeah well we'll mix it in with the rest of the episode um alex what's our word of the day uh yeah jacob our word phraser concept is uh is a little bit self-indulgent yeah 
if we could on this our final episode before i don't know uh, an indeterminate break yeah it's advice oh okay advice have like you that. been given a piece of advice is there any piece of advice as you would like to give out to 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 folk about anything is there a hyper specific piece of advice about sound equipment that somebody <laughs> might find exciting you know yeah yeah uh, well, you know me. I love to give unsolicited advice to my friends and family. <laughs> As do I. As do I. So it's like my favorite pastime. Yeah. It's actually a large problem. I tell all my friends they can always come to me with their problems. And, yeah. and I mean that wholeheartedly. And a lot of them take me up on it. Yep. And then they call me and they're upset. And I just immediately start like firing answers. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, shut up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, first off, I want to. I'm not going to apologize, but I will acknowledge that I really ripped your resume. So sorry about that. No, it was great. Okay. Helped a lot. Okay. That's good. exactly what I told you to do. Okay. Plus there were like spelling errors. So yeah, 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 there were, there were. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't read Alex, you know, like it, it didn't give me warm vibe. It didn't, it didn't feel personal. And, and also like, I'll say this, dude, I went through three years of architecture school. The criticism you would get there when you presented something would be like a teacher Brutal. sitting there and being like, this is not good. And okay. You'd be like, All right. Cool. Sick. That is not, <laughs> is there any way to make it better? And they would go, no, just fucking get rid of it. And you're like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, one piece of advice I've been trying to follow for myself recently is that when I have good vibes to share them. Yeah. Okay. That's put, it's put that energy outwardly. Yeah, you know, it's it's good to like enjoy if you're feeling good by yourself, but it's also good if you notice someone is struggling and you're having a good day to give them a call or take them to lunch or and like try and share some of the some of the good vibes, you know? Definitely. Definitely. I uh my roommate had covid. Right. And uh And you've somehow miraculously don't have it. No, I have superior DNA. Um, <laughs> Apparently but- I mean, I, I actually do. I don't know. I don't know what else is an explanation. Um, or I'm actually the carrier and I've just given it to everybody. Um, sure. But I, uh, it really feels good to make other people feel good. And yeah. so he loves root beer. I, I, whatever. Ah, so you got him some root beer. So I got him a root beer and some French fries. Cute. And he uh, called me from his room, which is shares a wall with mine. Yeah. <laughs> He was being very diligent. I yeah. Could you hear him very, talking very, on the other side of the wall? Kind and of. The I phone? could hear like mumbling, and and then uh, yeah, and nice. Uh, and he uh, he cried to me. Oh. And he's like, "Thanks so much. This I this week has really sucked." And he like got COVID. Co- like he was fucking yeah. sick as shit. Yeah. Um, uh, so COVID will do that. I, I think there is a nobody talks about the mental toll it takes on you but it's it's about day 4 or 5 of the isolation that you you just completely break down i mean like i had a full on just like crying breakdown I, I think it was day 5 might have been day 6 like somewhere in that middle section is a full on like break from reality and then as you get nearer to being able to go outside again it, you know you start to come back and you're like whoa but um no that was that was nice of you yeah, and 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 just recently we watched the football games together. He's out of quarantine and he's fine, and he's and he's. Cold. I heard there were some crazy games this weekend. Um, absolutely the most bonkers weekend of football that has uh, existed in my entire adult life, and that's I, I'm not joking. It was, that's what I saw on Twitter too, and I was like, surely they're being hyperbolic, but I guess not. No, <laughs> it was it it was four playoff games, and all four games were batshit insane. Um, but we watched some football together, and he was like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm outside." Yeah, There's people around me. <laughs> yeah, like, this feels so good. Yeah, which is yeah, just yeah, like getting it and then experiencing getting it, being sick. It's not just being sick; it's also that like social isolation. Anyway, my advice is to wear a mask and get vaccinated. <laughs> yep, yep, do all that stuff for sure. Yeah. Not advice. I'm more just telling you to do that. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, advice, huh? If you can't be good at least be interesting okay i like that i've sat through a lot of like shitty student films in film school and 
they were neither good nor interesting, just completely boring. Um, which is fine, but you're not getting anywhere with that. If you have a movie, we talked about it a, a couple months ago, Annette, which I'm not sure that I would qualify as good, but it was interesting. And I appreciated right. it for just throwing a bunch of shit at the wall, you know? Yeah, I actually kind of live by that as well. You know, I take my instance always comes from like the design side of things, but sometimes I drive past homes in rich neighborhoods. And I know, and it's a new construction, and I know that home cost $4 million to make. Yeah. And it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like boring. And I'm like, what the I fuck? I hate driving through like the subdivisions yeah, where every house money? looks exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was, do you know what you could, you could make such a cool home for like, which is still too much, but like for like $300,000, you can make a cool home. It's just about like just being interesting with it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be boring all the fucking time. Yeah, but I think society is, you know, homogenized and, and that is yeah. one, I guess, sort of silver lining of the pandemic is that people are starting to express their individuality, uh, which is nice, you know, even if it mani- if it manifests in quitting jobs like so many, so many millions of people have done, if it manifests in discovering something about your identity or sexuality, like, like, I think there's a great, a, a big movement towards expression expressing individuality more authentically in the last two years which has been good yes definitely i hope hopefully it uh continues speaking of two years can i give you a weird stat this is not advice but it is a stat oh yeah hit me with them digits before we started doing this podcast or before it was released we did like three test episodes one week at a time and so technically we have done this podcast for almost exactly two years which is the longest ginger project ever our original run from november 2015 when we debuted as gingers on ice to when i left for los angeles august 2017 was less time somehow really yeah huh it was not quite two years, which is nuts, because that's where we wrote probably 80% of the material we've ever performed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we did a ton of shows. Like, we were, yeah, that was in less time than since we've started this podcast. Huh, that does not seem right, but I no. believe you. You're the date master. I completely agree. It, 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 they're close, but yeah, it wasn't quite two years before we started. We, You and I had been performing for... About three years or whatever by the time I left. Uh, a yeah. little over three years, but Gingers on Ice, as that right. name, had had only existed for under two years, which is nuts. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Yeah. It's like so formative in my life. <laughs> same. Yeah. Those are yeah, definitely two of the most formative years, uh, just period, and probably always will be. All right. Here's the piece of advice that I have been going by okay. for a while. There's always room for the best. Okay. What do you mean by that? If you want to try something and you think, oh, it's a crowded market, it's this and that, not if you're the best at it. Okay. Yeah. And if you're willing to put in the time to be the best at it, it's not a crowded market. I hear you. It's a crowded market in the middle. Yeah. But on the elite, you know, just be the best at it then. It's like, it's like, how bad do you want to, how, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just wonder because I have been trying to learn to not sacrifice myself at the expense of my skills either. Yeah, but but I just to me it's it's a, it's a don't let the oh I you know look at all these other people who are so much better. It's a, it you know I got started too late, especially now that I'm 28 and kind of in a transition period. I, I keep telling myself that I'm like, well, just because I didn't start earlier, like I didn't. I didn't sure. start earlier. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. So, you know, I can either dwell on the fact that I didn't start earlier or I can start now. Yeah. 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 Um, something that I've realized is time the last two years is wild when you get start getting older, right? Like, well, I mean, these last two years have been kind of bonkers. I've seen I saw a meme once that was like, it's like it's like December 2019. And you're like, some kid was like sitting around the tree with his family. And then the next frame was just black. <laughs> yeah. And then the next frame was like, happy new year, 2022. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess what I mean is like 
time, yeah, time does move that quickly and it won't slow down. And so, like you said, even if you got started late on something, to me, just do it, even if it's a little bit at a time. Even, we'll just use writing as an example. If you're 26 and you're like, I want to be the best poet ever, but it's too late. If you started writing a poem a week in two years, you would have 104 poems. And that's only if you did one poem a week. Right. And that's, and that's probably more than most published poets are pumping out, I would bet. Exactly. That's that's 104 poems that weren't in the world. The last two years have gone so fast, right? And like our lives have changed a bunch, but also our lives. Yeah. I mean, if I would have dedicated myself yeah. to something in January of 2020, where I would be now is I would be physically in the same spot, but I would be with that skill. I wish I would have, you know, sure. so that makes me say, oh, well, if it only takes two years and that's how fast two years can go. Yeah. It'd be, yeah. It'd be awesome. I guess what I've learned about myself specifically is to bet on myself because, you know, there have been things when I was like 22 where I'm like, well, in two years, I don't know where I'm going to be or what I'm doing. And now if something's two years off, I would be like, it's fine. I will still fine. exist in two years. I'll make it two years from now yeah. pretty easily. Yeah, exactly. One weird example of that. And this is, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I never buy insurance on my cell phones. Because I have never lost or broken a phone. Not a single yeah. time. No, same. And I've saved myself never, hundreds of dollars in the long run by I have betting. broken the screen protector on my phone, but that's what the screen protector is for. That's what it's for. Exactly. Yeah. So bet on yourself, people. Like, you know, even if it's a weird, even if it's out there, like bet on yourself and do a little bit of work at a time. You do not have to tackle like a project head on. A, a lot at a time. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not being very articulate tonight. <laughs> no, that's okay. I, th I think the point gets across. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, my dad told me in high school and I swear I've said this on the podcast is, uh, don't kill anyone. Don't create anyone while you're in high school. It's a pretty good rule to live by, you know, all of your life. If that's how you feel. <laughs> yeah. Take no lives, produce no lives. Right, exactly. Just a, just a net zero. <laughs> um, Jackass taught me if you want to be dumb, you got to be tough. Yeah, and you have to be charismatic if you want to make money. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I uh, I saw the new Scream last night with my sister, which was okay. It was fine. Uh, but they had the final Jackass Forever trailer, and oh my god, am I excited for that movie. I'm like vibrating about it. I'm, yeah. I'm so hyped. I, I on the other hand, watched... The fights on Saturday, which featured yeah. a UFC fighter that is featured in Jackass. Oh, nice. The one in the trailer where yeah, his he's name like, is I told Francis, Aaron that we're bringing is, in a lightweight. His name is Francis Ngannou. He's 6'5", okay. 270. Okay. Um, he's from Cameroon. He's a refugee from Cameroon. He actually has a crazy story. He had he like paddled a raft across the Mediterranean. Wow. Tried it once, failed had to go back to mainland Africa, which is at Morocco, then got like stuck in Morocco for two years in like a sand mine, which wow, fucking mine sand, then tried it again and like washed up on the shore of France and was like homeless on the streets of Paris. And uh, a guy that owned a gym was like, you can sleep like on the floor of the gym, but at least you won't be sleeping on the street if you clean the gym. And he said, OK, okay. and now okay. he's. The heavyweight champion of the UFC. That's, yeah, that is quite the story. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, advice to everyone, you know, don't be complacent, but also that doesn't happen to everybody. You know, those are once in a lifetime stories. It, 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 that's a once in a lifetime story. He's also like, and this is, everyone always talks about his story in the sport. They're like, oh, he's such an inspiration. And he really is. And he's a really good guy. And he's given a lot back to Cameroon. He's gone back to Cameroon since he's gotten famous. And all that stuff. But he is also a physical specimen. Right, right. He okay, got the, he's like he got something to behold. When you look at him, you're like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair so, enough. So, like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Some of us uh, just look like a sunburned thumb. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what, you know, those blobfish when they pull them up from the deep and they get all saggy. Oh, yeah. They look like Ted Cruz. Yeah, that's me. Okay. One of my... I. Big advice from me, walks. Go for walks. I go You're for big so. Walker. I am a huge walker. I go for so many walks, and I encourage everyone to do it. I feel 
unfortunate for those who don't have like a nice, pleasant place to do it. But even in Koreatown, even in North Hollywood, you know, even in North Austin, I was still going for tons of walks. They weren't the best places in the world, but just moving your body a little bit and getting some fresh air. Well, that's your Montana side of like whether I know you don't like the winter and stuff like that, but it's like it's still in you to appreciate the outdoors. That's true. I I do believe some people are just like straight up. They just don't have that. Yeah. Yeah, that's where well, and that makes sense if you live somewhere where there's not outdoors to appreciate. Yeah, no, know? of course it, it's not. It's a, you know, it's not a judgment. It's just like a. I'm just saying that as like a statement. Right. You live in Oklahoma. Sorry that you just don't have anything to go do. That it's completely flat. Yeah, I mean, people <laughs> in Phoenix, it's a city A, and they're like B. It's 124 out. Right. I'm not, wa- right. I'm not going on a walk, and you're like, yeah, no, don't do that. And in that respect, you know, I complain about the winter a lot, but. Uh, until it gets below zero, I'm out there walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And below zero is my cutoff for things too. And I've lived, and I like the winter. But if it's below yeah. zero, I'm like, no, it's fucking miserable. <laughs> my the water in my eyes start to freeze. <laughs> like I have yeah. to keep blinking. So no, I'm not. Yeah. that's dumb. Yeah, that that's a that's a good rule of thumb is when it hurts to breathe in, like it hurts in your chest. It's too cold out. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. All right. We have some superlatives. They're not superlatives. What? We have some uh, We have some uh, segments. Yeah, the regular ones that we do. Um, yeah, actually, bef- uh, please blotter. 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 Now, I'll put the theme there. I don't know why I told you that. It's the same thing every week. Um, so I wanted to have like a big to-do for the last episode. And so I reached yeah. out to a guy named Steve who is Love you, Steve. a dispatcher in Lewistown, the place where we have been reporting the police blotter from. And, uh, I was like, Steve, can we interview you about being a dispatcher for the episode? And here's not what about he the heavy back. stuff. We, we yeah. more wanted to talk to him about the one, you know, like there's a Barbie Jeep on, main street (laughs) exactly yeah yeah uh so here's what steve said this is what he texted back listen to a few of your podcasts and you guys are funny i did not add that alex he actually wrote that i uh incredible that he would say that yeah very nice unfortunately the brass (laughs) will not allow me to do talk about dispatch i'd love to give some color to the blotter which i create and i honestly did not know that alex yeah but they don't feel it would be in the best interests of our community. Don't want hurt feelings. Thanks for the offer. So uh, somebody's been out there telling Lewistown that we are making fun of them every week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, he said he listened to the episode, so he was probably like, ah, shit. They're just going to rip it apart if I go on there. But this is my shout out to Steve. And this is my, my call to Steve. Steve, give me some more juicy deets. Yeah. What the hell is going on with the man that keeps getting his gas si- siphoned? <laughs> yeah. No one gets their gas siphoned. That's just one dude getting his gas siphoned. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's what happened uh, this uh, at the beginning of the month, Alex. Okay. Caller reported the destruction of property at an address that was not a Lewistown address. After further questioning, caller advised this occurred in Reston, Virginia. Caller had dialed 911 in Virginia and was transferred in error to the Lewistown, Montana Police Department. Oh, that's scary, A, because I, you know, I don't know if, if someone was actually hurt or damaged, and B, the poor dispatcher was probably like, what? How does that happen? And then the How person on get... the other end of the line is like, what? And they're both just sitting there like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? I'll get a spy plane in the air as fast as we can. Yeah, and he's like, because he, he, you know, he's like, I'm, I think, you know, the first thing, they're like, what's your address? Are you safe? And the, yeah. the, the person calling 911 spouts out their address. The person types it into the computer and it's like, mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. How long did it take to figure out like, oh, shit, we are. This is not the right state. Yeah. Fuck. That's that's bad. Oh, God. All right. Here's a good one to end the police blotter segment. Oh, we're just doing two. OK. Yeah, it's not really that exciting. And that's why I appreciate you asking Steve to to make it liven it up a little bit. <laughs> Give me some juice, man. Yeah. Uh, caller found a dog at Burger King. Now, Alex, 
I forgot there was a Burger King. It got built like at, long after I left. And I was just gonna say, what the fuck? There's not a Burger yeah. King in your town. There's only no, a McDonald's. And the there Dashing. totally, there totally is a Burger King. I've never set foot inside of it. I completely forget it exists. Um, but I read that and I was like, oh yeah, there is a Burger King. Uh, I think everybody it, forgets every Burger King exists. Right. I don't know how they're. Do you know doing a it. single person that goes to Burger King? I see cars out it, and I always think, who's going there? No, and when I was a kid, you know, we did only have McDonald's, and so I thought in my head that it was like this huge war, you know, in like cities where they had both, like just as many people go to Burger King as McDonald's. It's not true. No one goes to Burger King, no matter where you live. Not even a little bit. Like they, 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 they make a tenth of what McDonald's makes. Yeah. <laughs> she found a dog at Burger King and was taking it home until the owner was located. The owner was found in the city registry, provided with the phone number for the caller and they were able to retrieve their dog. Oh, that's very great and all, but I'm also, you know, a dog got loose and found its yeah. way to a burger game. You know, it's doing what dogs do. Yeah. That's like, smells <laughs> great. I'm going to cats eat McDonald's. Yeah. You know, they're a little like hoity toity. They're like, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a queen. I'm going yeah, to McDonald's yeah, yeah. and dogs are like, mm, burgers. <laughs> McDonald's would be the target. To Burger King's Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so what is like Wendy's? Kohl's? I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I used to get Kohl's and Kinko's confused. I was very confused why people would like go to Kohl's to like print things. <laughs> and, and why they went to Kinko's to buy a cardigan. Oh, what about Wendy's is Bed Bath & Beyond? Yeah. Yeah. How's that? Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, Wendy's is the best. Nobody's fucking arguing that. We are doubling up, Alex. We are doing yes. misconnections as well this week. So uh, here's the misconnections music. Misconnections, misconnections, misconnections from Craigslist. Misconnections, misconnections, misconnections from Craigslist. This is the longest song that we've done so far on the podcast. <laughs> what? You've never done that before, and now you feel the need to announce. It's because we're out of our routine. Like, we, you know, we usually only have one guest on, and then we'll do like 19 episodes of just you and me. But now we yeah. had like three guests or three weeks of guests. Um, did you know the Misconnections one is the longest song on the podcast? <laughs> yes. Um, wow, that's insane. I just want the first one I was going to click on. Uh is in Bozeman. It's the very first one. It says Watch Us is the title. Oh. I just clicked on it and it said this post has been flagged for removal. Okay. So I guess we'll never know uh, who oh. says watch it. The second one says Cleanup Boy. <laughs> and um, this one says my GF and I are looking for a cool guy to hang out with every once in a while. Have fun. And she wants him to clean her up when we're done. Nah. I feel like it's like, we're looking for a third. We want to have a fun time. Also, you lick the cum off of her. I was just going to say like, that. It gets intense quickly. It was yeah. like, well, all right. <laughs> also, you're going to suck my cum out of her pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, well, all right. I mean, I mean, shoot your shot. But like, God, it, it was so like casual up until that, that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just having fun. And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say that phrase uh, so that. I love thinking of people like listening to this in like semi public, you know, you're like at the grocery store or something. Yeah. I, I do that, know that phrase just makes you like cringe when you're in public. I do know one of the people who listens to this, listens to it in a like lab. <laughs> okay. And like, uh, she can't have anything in her ears or anything. Because, <gasps> like it's like a chemistry lab. So she oh, listens no. to it out loud and she's like, she only usually works with one other person and they're like, she's like, they're fine with it. They listen to it and they think it's funny and all that stuff. So, um, really enjoyable in the lab. Wow. Hopefully that hits the lab's ears. Yeah. With some force. Uh, my first one is called Kino Corral. And, uh, you know, it's pretty, it's fairly standard until the end. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You beautiful, dark hair, black jacket, black boots playing next to me at the Broadway. You came in for just a minute and started chatting with me right away. I wanted to ask your name and chat more, but your friend came in and you left. I hope you see this or I run into you again. Until next time, Zeus. No. <laughs> yeah. Zeus. Zeus. What a powerful name. <laughs> um, this, one this one's called Walk-In's Welcome. 
Okay. And it's Bozeman to Three Forks, oh. which is all of fucking four minutes away. But mobile tool service work available <laughs> for the next five days. Again, thinly veiled, you know, in yeah. windows. We know what kind of tool they're talking about. But then here's the kicker. We come to your location. We. Oh. We, we. come to your location. You clean up. <laughs> you. We work on your tool. Interesting. Okay. Uh, this one's called Arrive the Quiet, dot, dot, dot. Gather in stillness outside the terror where everything glitters. That's all. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's freaky, though. <laughs> oh, no. They need to buy the Incel Sutra. They do need to buy the Incel Sutra. That's that person. Livingston Hospital photo. You took a pic of my mask at Livingston Hospital. You have a great laugh. Coffee? Oh. This one's called Yes. It just says, I finally got a taste of my own medicine last night, and let me tell you, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I need so much more detail. I need I so much more than like that is not enough at all. I do kind of love it. This one's called Saw You at Cabela's, and I'm shocked there aren't more of these, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Buying binoculars? I didn't see a ring, and you are way too fine of a man to be in this town and be single, are you? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks for swinging by. Mm. Thank you for swinging, swinging. in quotes. Swinging's capitalized. Oh, okay. Thank you for swinging by. I'm hoping you come again. <laughs> Loved sharing the M&Ms. Hit me up so we can do it again. That's kind of cute. Okay. This one is called Leaving the Mall. Today, as I was shopping in the mall around 3.30, two women with a kid oh. were headed towards the main doors. One of them locked eyes with me, and she was gorgeous. Then, as we both kept walking, we kept looking at each other. I wish I had walked up to her and said hi. She was a gorgeous, Hispanic-looking woman. Oh, no. <laughs> Ready? Last line. How I wish I could rewind time. God. <laughs> Hispanic looking. Who the fuck? <laughs> I have one left. If, if you... I got a good one. Okay. You'll like this. Okay. T stop me if you've heard this one before. Okay. Barnes and Noble Beauty. Mm. <laughs> I held the door open for you. <laughs> <laughs> I looked unremarkable by comparison. Would love to take you out sometime. <laughs> It's exactly what we just talked about, dude. When? With the incel people holding nice guys, oh. holding doors open for women and expecting them to get their dick sucked. It literally yeah. happened. I held the door yeah. open for you. I looked unremarkable. Would you like to? I got you. You're beautiful. I held the door open. Suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> this one is called Christmas Bonner. And it is a doozy. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Look, Aunt Linda, I've had oh it up my to my butt sack hair, and my oh, okay. mom and I are done running around town finding you drunk in a willow tree, 10 feet up with your 15-year-old Hooter shirt, trying its best to hold up what 15 years of gravity couldn't. No. <laughs> this is... Please do my mom a solid and come home for Christmas this year on your own terms. Last year with that guy from Florida was definitely a line drawn in sand. And please, if you feel the need to rail any drugs out of all of them, please, no PCP. <laughs> I can't spend another Christmas evening watching you try to hit on Jimmy Fallon through the flat screen TV. Last <laughs> time got so dot 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 intimate. But anyways, mom and I love you. Oh my you. God. Parentheses, dad a little too much still. <laughs> Hope to see you there. Don't forget the strap. Peace. Ha 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 ha, homie. I, uh, I think that's fake. I think it's fake too, but it was well written. Yeah, it was a fun ride. It's it a fun a ride fun to imagine ride. all that stuff. Yeah. You know, it, like that, that it, it's within the realm of possibility. It is, yeah. The uh, the fifteen year old Hooters shirt holding up fifteen year old or fifteen not fifteen year old fifteen years of gravity. Yeah, uh, was it was a nice touch. You know, yeah, it was a good I, I like to say I don't I don't want to see you try to make out with Jimmy Fallon through the flat screen. I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. <laughs> All right, that was it, everybody. That was it. All right, that was it for the misconnections. Um, some of you have been asking probably 
why are they ending? And it's because I've edited a hundred episodes in a row and I need a break. And I, <laughs> it's a lot, you know, and, yeah. uh, I want to, you know, shout out our patrons who have paid us, uh, you know, a little bit. We also, we did a hundred episodes of the main podcast. We also did 41 gingers after dark episodes. Yeah. So almost an entire, I mean, there's over probably 60, 70 hours of content that we've put out over the last two years. Like that's nuts, you know? Yeah. So I think we've earned the right to, uh, just chill for a minute. (laughs) Take a little snooze. Do you have any favorite episodes, Alex? Anything like jump out to you? Um, I really like the Brooks Whelan episode. Yeah. Yeah, that one was cool. Um, We just talked about national parks and outdoors, uh, which is what I want to talk about all the time anyway. Yeah. I really appreciated the Mrs. Ghost episode um, because usually when I do something, I have to talk about it and (laughs) I feel bad like advocating for myself, but you just like ask us questions and that was kind of dope. Not usually on that end of the interview, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know it was recent, but I really liked that Chris episode only because Christopher was so nice to just let us rip on him. Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, yeah. Out of the last the three last three episodes are some of the hardest I've laughed recording. Uh, the sketch show with Christopher with Sam. Um, I am thankful for the ska episode because even though I don't really care to talk about ska for that long, we got a better theme song out of it. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'm trying to think of one that's just you and I, you know, I think, uh, I love the episode artwork, maybe not the episode, but I love the episode artwork for fourth wave feminism. I think it's, I think we crushed and I'm really trying to think back here. I believe it's like episode fucking four or something like that is, is paper six episode six. I think we crushed that episode. I'll have to go back and look at it. But I, what I makes you like think that? I can't remember a single thing about it, to be honest. I can't with you. remember other than it being like us being like that being the first episode that we recorded where we both laughed really hard and like the conversation flowed super duper easy. And we were just okay. like, we, okay. we nailed that one. Nice. Go back and listen to paper, everybody. Okay. I, I want to note that three weeks later, after we did paper, you picked cardboard. <laughs> yeah. And, um, damn, I was in school then I was, I, my creativity was waning. No, you know, that's, I really love thinking back on some of the episodes. Uh, someone asked me a while back what my least favorite episode was. And I was like, green. <laughs> and they were like, why? That's not that bad. And I was like, yeah, just cause green is a dumb pick. <laughs> green. Uh, I liked, you know, the two food ones were good. Um, those were good. Talk about food yeah. forever. Love it. One thing I guess I didn't like about the Gingers After Dark, which only a few of you have listened to them, but I think I learned some things about myself through those that I was not like stoked to find out about myself. They were, they were good conversations, though. Yeah, they were good conversations. And I, and I felt, you know, entirely un, not censored. That's not the right word, but I felt completely free talking to you. And in that, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I said some stuff, not about anyone in particular, mostly about my own behavior. And I was like, oh, I don't like that about me. So that was nice to figure out some of those things. I did have two friends once ask me to just send them the after darks. I was like, no, bitch. Yeah, no. You fucking pay for him. Yeah, you got to pay for it. <laughs> uh, wine slash wine. Well, yeah, wine, wine. Wine, wine. I really like. I don't liked... really remember that episode, I'll be honest with you. No, me neither. There's a whole run of episodes I don't remember in here. Freedom, temptation, animals, beautiful, disappointment, rumors, anger. I, I don't know what has been said in those. However, I do distinctly remember the first December, like not first non-traditional December we did and how much fun that was to like break the format there for the first oh, time, yeah. basically. Yeah. That was good. Oh, I guess I did the radio show before that too, which was, uh, I mean, Oh yeah. Cause I got dumped. That's an inside secret for everyone. Yeah. We can talk about it probably now. Huh? Listening. Yeah. Cause it was over well over a year ago. Now I got dumped and didn't feel funny. So I told Jacob I didn't want to do the podcast. Which, and I, I gave you that option. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what it happened. happened. And I was like, yeah, dude, you do, you do not have to do the podcast. Like, In case you're doing like a deep dive and going through our entire playlist and you get to that episode and you went, what the fuck is this? Yeah. 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 Like, why is Jacob pretending to be a radio DJ? Uh, <laughs> We did wanks. We get we got wanks in there. We got sex. Wanks was in there. a good. Was a great episode. Actually, yeah. wanks would wanks would crack the top five for me. Really? Yeah, because we had a. I think we had a good conversation about sex. 
Yeah, we did. I don't know if it would crack the top five for me. I don't know what my top five would be. I didn't sit down and think about it. No, I mean, neither did I. But. Uh, Brooks Whelan is, is up there. Top 10 for sure. Kevin T. Porter is probably top 10. I thought Sean's first episode. I think Sean's second episode is good, too. But I thought Sean's first episode was solid. Um, the After Dark with Trevor that most people have not heard. Uh, phenomenal. Oh, One of my favorites. Yeah. Dude, it's the best shit in the world. Yeah. That's like so, the uh, hardest. Trevor's made me laugh, I think, ever. <laughs> yeah and then we made trevor laugh the hardest he's ever laughed uh the 99th episode sketch show spectacular yeah well it was a it was a big reveal um i do want to shout out you know our uh, we have other guests that we haven't named their episodes so thank you to chanel our first guest ever amazing yeah what a wonderful human she was great and uh she just reached out and was like hi can i be on the podcast and i was like yeah sure uh seth episode 13 um it's like an hour and a half long episode yeah yeah and then that's when we didn't do the word of the day until like the last 10 minutes uh because he was gonna be mad that we didn't do it yeah uh trevor was on it trevor had a regular episode as well christabel filled in for you one week that was fun uh that was a challenge quiff was an interesting word to to make yeah an episode out of but it wasn't it's not a bad what it is but I still don't either. Yeah. Uh, Sean Laracuda, my bandmate, was on the Mrs. Ghost episode. Sean Kirkpatrick, the only guest to get two main feed episodes entirely to themselves. Sean Sean was our most prolific guest. Yes. Sean has been on, I think, five, five episodes? full episodes yeah, of the I think podcast. Was, I think it's yeah. going to be five. Yeah. So, Sean, you're on 5% of Ginger on Ginger. There you go. Love you. Uh, Serena was on the podcast, yeah. followed by Brooks Whelan. And then we did the episode with Casey Chapman and Evan Smith. Uh, Bree Zender has been on three episodes. Bree didn't ever get her own main feed. And I don't know why we didn't do that, but uh, mm. Bree is part of the sexism. repertory. Blatant sexism. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Bree is part of like the repertory sketch cast. Uh, Rainy Days, our mom dom. Love Rainy. Rainy's I've never great. heard of mom doming until I met her. Yeah. Where she just doms people by telling them to make dentist appointments. You know what I think about still is uh, her sounding people with dish soap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I have a little bit of goosebumps from that still. But, yeah. Uh, to each their own, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then we had Kevin T. Porter, the only other ginger to appear on the podcast. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aaron Garrett, Dennis Buddy from Presidential Deathmatch. They've had us on a bunch of times. We had them on once. <laughs> so thank you. Love them. Yeah. I love their podcast. Really. It's just fun stuff. Christopher Marucci. Uh, he's great. Great episode. Got uh, Sam Dazios was wonderful. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, that's a, that's a killer guest lineup right there. It is. We will come back for Conan. I, I mean, I don't think we're going to drop oh. that. Yeah, if if one episode gets blown up or something and Conan is like, yeah, one, fuck Luke Null for just ghosting us, saying he would do the podcast and then oh, ghosting yeah. us. I forgot that. <laughs> Two, it, Conan is like, let's do this. Uh, we're back. Oh, we're back hard. Yeah, twice a week. <laughs> I don't care if I was in the delivery room with my child coming out. You'd be like, we yeah. got Conan. He said he'd be on in half an hour. I'd be like, I got to go. I text you. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, but Conan's on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we also... You know, just because this is ending doesn't mean you can't see Ginger stuff if you come to Bozeman this weekend, January this 29th. Weekend. A Ginger's on Ice show. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Come on down. Bozeman. At last best comedy. Gingers. Two Gingers. One cup. Poop play. <laughs> scat play. Scat, scat play. Scat play. Come to the fucking Bozeman show, goddammit. Yeah, I won't scat. If you if you buy a ticket, I won't scat. I, I If you buy a ticket, I promise Jacob the first things out of Jacob's mouth. I will go, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. And Jacob will go, Certainly do that. Puppy, 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 puppy. <laughs> you remember that? I, it sounds familiar. Shuby Taylor, stout-hearted man, worst scatter on the planet. Look it up after this episode. I feel like I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. It really, that really sounds familiar. I'm looking forward to just chatting with you on like a, you know, on like a friend level. I, like, 
I don't when we every time we talk on the phone, I don't have to go do two hours of work afterwards, which I'm excited for. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. What else? Anything? That's it. I'd like to thank you. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. My man. Yeah. My, my boy. boy. My child. My son. Yeah. But also <laughs> my niece and my nephew. That's yes. You. I think thank you're you. my niece and my nephew. I, I would agree with that. I think that's a valid assessment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I mean, no one wants to listen to either one of us alone. So uh, thank you for doing this with me. And yeah, we'll be back in some capacity. We're just done for now. Yeah. I learned that the hard way when we did, when we ended in 2017. It was like the final shows. And then we were back like a year later. <laughs> yeah. So can't stay yeah. away from it. No, nope, it's like true. Pent, it gets pent up. It does. It gets pent up. And, uh, you know, that's one thing the incel Kama Sutra will not solve. No. It is my uh, sociopathic need for people to laugh at my job. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's not just attention. We need people to laugh. Yeah. 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 So, January 29th, come see Gingers on Ice. And, uh, yeah. Oh, bye. Bye.